Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. and welcome back to another episode of 99 Potions in the new year of 2022. <laughs> I am one of your I was hosts. like, what is happening? I, th- I was like, did Steven forget? Did Steven forget? <laughs> no, it's suspense. You know, that's what I'm bringing to this new year is I'm bringing a sense of drama. L- we, LB and I were talking about this last night because I um, tortured them and Nikki and Funke uh, on stream with a soundboard last night. And uh, uh, LB, was talk- LB and I were talking about how it was too nice to everybody and everybody likes me too much in 2021. So I'm kind of like swerving on people in 2022. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm adding drama. I'm adding like fear, terror, discontent. Fear. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. And that I, is. I'm glad, by the way, Stephen, you stepped up to host because like we didn't say who was hosting. Nope. So I figured I would just stay quiet until somebody else hosted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's heard- pretty much what I was doing too. I was like, <laughs> I could start. But I heard you take a breath, John, like you were going to start hosting. And then I kept fucking up and messing up other stuff, like with my chair and sitting back in a weird posture that I had to fix. So Mm. I was like, well, to make up for this delay that I've introduced, I will I will take the reins, you know, and also taking the reins with me kind of kind of a co-rainer, I like to say, kind of a new fun word that I'm making up for 2022 is Head of media, John Warren. Hi, how's it going? Um, uh, happy New Year to all who celebrate. Yep. <laughs> all who celebrate. <laughs> the New Year to denialists time. are not, <laughs> it's not in power anymore. Listen, not everyone uses our calendar, our fucked it's up true. calendar. It's true. It's a bad calendar in a lot of yeah. ways. Remember when um, Far Cry Primal came out? Remember playing th- all no. through all of Far Cry Primal? <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> um, that was when I noticed that uh, Ubisoft started moving to saying BCE, so like before the Common Era, era as their yeah. calendar. Sure. Which I I hate. I hate the uh, the idea of like, well, we're still going to use the religious calendar that is made up for Jesus stuff, but we're just going to call it something different so that oh, I I thought you were going to say I hate it because they took the Christ out of BC. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I hate the, the the trying to have your cake and eat it too thing of like, yeah, sure. we're going to do the, the most superficial version of fixing this or making it like seem less weird, but not yeah. actually do anything different. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, as long as it doesn't inconvenience us because they just add an extra letter. And a uh, person who has letters in their name is Imran Khan. News editor I, I have several letters. At least yeah. three, I think. Yeah, I think three depends on if we go by like the the before common era spelling or not. Mm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Imran, when will your name be the wordle letter of the day? Uh, word of the day. Word. And it is five letters. It I, is five. I, I, suppose, yeah. I gave up on wordle so fucking fast. Really? Like I did two days. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm done. <laughs> so I've been. I've been. I'm pretty addicted to it. I, it's like the one of the first things I do when I wake up now. It's wild. I think it's I can't face the shame if I don't get it. No. That's gonna, that's the overlying thing. It's like since it's a public thing that like I don't have to. But you don't have know to if share I don't do it. it. Yeah, that's I don't fair. Ha- but if I do it like three days right. and, and then, then you miss it, everyone knows. Everyone knows. You do it for three days and then you miss one day and then you come back the second like the the, uh, the fifth day and it's like oh look at me I won You're again. Like, oh, oh beans I forgot <laughs> yesterday. Oops. Yeah. Uh huh. People start like going through your logs and start to see the patterns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I very is, briefly what, thought about just like putting the green squares and just nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have started messing with the squares today <laughs> on Twitter specifically. I can see. Um, but yeah, that's a good game. It's not RPG, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> can you tell me what it is? Because I have not played a single thing of Wordle. I have not even looked into it. I just see people um, posting squares on my timeline every single it, day. It is essentially a guessing game. So it's it's uh, it's always a five letter word, and you need to guess uh, a word, and you have six guesses to basically get the word, and it tells you when there uh, when the when the letter is in the right uh, spot, uh, or if it's just in the word but not in the right spot. So you basically there are strategies there, too, where it's like if you, you know, you want to guess the first word with all different letters, right? Like so like Zaire or like quote or something like that. Um, And and then it's like but there's also strategy where even if you've got a few letters correctly, like what happens to me is that I'll get a few letters correctly. And then my brain goes, well, there are no combination of that. The, the, no combination of those letters make a word, John. So what I then do is I come up with a totally different word with different letters in it to see if those are also in the word. And then I mix up the the winning letters. And that's usually oh. how it went. Anyway. So it's like it's like the uh, it's like a more interesting version of the Fallout hacking mini game. The Fallout three. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it is. It is actually very similar <laughs> to the Fallout hacking mini game. Yeah. So it all comes back to RPGs, baby. It all comes back. Thank you, Stephen. That was a great segue. Thanks, Todd Howard, for that. Yeah. Thank you for inventing Wordle, Todd. Thank Howard. you. You know that the the do you know what the last name is of the person that made Wordle? I do, and it, I don't believe it. It's Wardle. <laughs> I'm so mad. It's a it's a literal Wetzel's pretzel situation. It's so good. It's so great. When I found that out, I was like, "Wow, that's awesome." Did you? Yeah, no. The guy deserves it. Yeah, he deserves all the success to that. Yes. Uh, did you ever hear about the, the like the the story that they peddle? I don't believe this story, but the the story they peddle for Wetzel's pretzels. No, like why happened? they're called that? Uh-uh. They're called that because Wetzel of Wetzel's pretzels, whose real name his last name is Wetzel or was. I don't know if he's still alive. Uh, probably ate too many pretzels, died of <laughs> salt overdose. Um, <laughs> but he would tell the story that, like, when he was a kid, when people like we're trying to make like puns on his name. <laughs> Jordan says that's called a heart attack in chat. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. I forgot. Um, one of the other things in 2022 I've, I've decided is just, just um, excise all memory of medical conditions. Uh, it's a very specific uh, thing that I've done, but that's, you know, yeah. sometimes you have to, you have to do it. Yeah, sure. Anti-med school is I think what people call it. Anti-med school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, he would say that like people, and the only part of this is that, that maybe rings true to me is that when you're a kid, all a ki- another kid needs to do is find a word that rhymes with your name and you're fucking done for life. Yeah, you're fucking done. Uh, Cause they would say, oh, Wetzel, you're such a pretzel. That's what he says that they said. Yeah. And so he's like, ah, that gave me the idea that I should get into pretzels. Wow. <laughs> Why does it need a fucking origin story? Just I know. Be like, yeah, my name is Wetzel. It's, it runs with Pretzel. Yeah. Why not? God. It, it works perfectly. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, it, it makes me think of wet pretzels, which is unappetizing. I know, that's not good. No. Yeah. We got wet pretzels here at the ball for you. <laughs> the Grove good. had some pretzels. I, I meant to get one and I never did. The Grove. The Grove. The Grove. No. So anyway, good. Uh, we have a very, very, very special episode of 99 Potions planned for you today. <laughs> yeah, to talk about. planned, planned in the biggest <laughs> fucking air quotes you can imagine. Yeah, literally for the notes I wrote, the title is "Who the fuck knows," and the only bullet point is I have no idea what this episode is about. <laughs> Well, yeah, we know that, but the the fans, the listeners, <laughs> listen, we're letting them in. We're letting them in. We gotta uh, let yeah. them in. Listen, the, I hey, when Fanbyte launches a premium subscription service, then they get to know. Then they the, the ones who get to pay get to yeah. know. That's just a taste. Yeah, you get. Yeah, you get, you get, <laughs> yeah well, when, when the real when the real one starts, you'll get to know truly the depth of our incompetence. Oh, um, yeah, totally. Let's yeah. just have a live camera train, not a not a live stream, but just a camera with like periscope running, 
pointed at my Slack all day and people can see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like they can kind of make out something stupid I said. Who knows? Mm-hmm. They can make it out when I uh, type in questions into our Slack like, hey, Nikki, what the fuck was it you got your finger stuck in while you were driving me and fucking down the L.A. freeway? Was it your seatbelt <laughs> buckle? To which Nikki replies, yes, I got my finger stuck in a shoe loop the other day. That was scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, Fanbyte premium on sale later this year. I don't later know. this year, it's question mark. Yep. <laughs> Sometime in 2020 X. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Speaking of things that happened in 2020X, one of the uh, years encompassed in that sort of um, anagram, acronym. Wait, 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 hold on, Stephen, before you go too far. Mm-hmm. I- d- interrupt you. We didn't say where Natalie is. Oh, Natalie. Who? Yeah. Na- yeah. <laughs> Natalie. God, I haven't heard that name in years. I think it, I think it's pronounced N- Natalie now. Natalie. Not Natalie. Not, no, not, not, Natalie. It's, no, wait, sorry. It's not Natalie. 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 Cheeky yeah, Nandosley. No <laughs> Cheeky Nandosley. Jesus. Uh, Natalie Flores, featured contributor of fanbyte.com, is currently in the Queen's England. Um, is it still? Like, I, is it still I the Queen's know. England? I don't I saw, know. <laughs> I saw a thumbnail <laughs> on YouTube earlier today that was a picture of a very pale, like somebody had like clearly used Photoshop to make the queen look very pale, but because she was like wearing her royal garbs or whatever the fuck. Uh-huh. Um, but it, so it was a normal picture of her. And in the background uh, was a picture of Big Ben exploding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw and, that. And the title of the YouTube video was Top 10 Greatest Things to Happen When the Queen Dies. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Natalie's investigating whether the queen is dead. That is yeah, what she's doing right. in England. That's what she's doing. Yeah, yeah she she doesn't have anything Natalie yet. to make sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she did tell me uh, early this morning that she has just slipped into her accent with people there in London several times. Oh, they don't like that. No, they don't. <laughs> they I know. Don't. Really? Um, okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, which is very funny. Uh, also, <laughs> that uh, Natalie's mother says, I think your accent's pretty good. <laughs> which is very, very funny to me. Um, she basically said that we need to spend about a minute each explaining how lost we are without her uh, for this episode. Um and you know what? I have to be honest. I was I thought that was a good joke, but then again, the three of us woke up and had no fucking plan this yeah, morning. Yeah, no fucking plan. So empirically it's true. It's empirically no it's true. So, so Imran yeah. actually did the most work out of any of us, like uh-huh. categorically, because Imran, even though you wrote in the notes January 5th, 99 potion 76, I think, who the fuck knows? I have no idea what this episode is about. You did <laughs> write something. <laughs> uh-huh. You did do something. Um, the reason I did that, because if we go to next week when Natalie is here, she is going to play 76, not thinking about that there was an episode without us right. or without her there. Totally. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That's so true. Uh, you uh, did also ask last night, do, should we come up with a topic? And then I replied, then I fucking abandoned just the DM <laughs> and did not come back to it. <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't know. I'm assuming we all played something during the break. Let me just pull up Steam real quick. Uh, the Rift Breaker, Fights in Tight Spaces, Astroneer. Did you play Fights in Tight Spaces? That's not RPG, really, is it? No, not really. <laughs> no. Invisible Ink has other RPG I mean, elements kinda. in it. It's got RPG elements in it. Battletech. Yeah. Um, I, I installed Heavy Rain. I didn't I didn't boot it up. That's, because, why would I? Jason. Um, Indiana Jones. That, that's like Atlantis. a time bomb we're just sitting on. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, we're going we're gonna to do it one day, just like... When do we hate ourselves enough? Is yeah. that the fanbite plus launch or whatever we're calling it? Yeah, yes. sure. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. We, we hate ourselves enough to play the, the David Cage library. Yeah. <laughs> Literally five minutes before I jumped onto this call, I was like asking Sanam for the first time for like actual assets to use on streams and stuff like that. And I gave her three and in the back of my head is do I ask for one where we play David Cage games? And I said, no, because if I do that, then it's real. Then, then it's we real. have, we have we're committed. Then it's real. Um, I don't know. I, I played a, I played a couple RPGs. Hit me, John. I, I played, I played some of the, I played some of the Witcher three. You heard about this game? <laughs> I also did some of that. Now that I think about really? it. Really? Well, yeah. okay. I, I didn't, 
I booted it up and it wasn't working well on my Steam link, so I turned it off. <laughs> turned it off. But I've been watching The Witcher show. So oh, I'm like, right. I want to play some Witcher. I want to play some Witcher three. I want to get back to this Witcher lore. That right. I like. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. That, I don't know. I played uh, played a few hours of it over the break, and uh, you know what? It's a good video game. I got to yeah. credit where it's due for those CD Projekt Red, those crazy kids over at CD Projekt yeah, Red. That, that little indie company. Yeah. That little indie company. Um, yeah, they they made a, a really cool role-playing game. And I played a few hours of it and remembered how good the uh, like tiny quests there are, like all yeah. how good the tiny quests are in that game. Um, that game is a series that like that's one of the reasons I've never finished that game is because to critical path it, which is what I would normally do in an open right. world game when I feel like I've, I'm ready to be done, I would have to miss so many actually yeah. good quests. Yeah, totally. Um, I think the critical path stuff is also pretty good, but like yeah, it's one of the only Western RPGs that. I would say it's uh, side quest design and writing uh, is equal, if not better, than the the main quest stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I thought I thought it was very. It's it's really good. Um, and I did the thing that I did the first time around, which is I just turned it uh, to easy mode, and uh, that was fine. <laughs> so. Oh, really? I usually play that on slightly harder difficulty settings because I like. You like, all the, you like all the traps. bombs and the potions and shit? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Wow, are you firing it up again? <laughs> uh, I, have it, I installed it on the Nintendo Switch over the break. Oh, well, I have to tell you something, Steve. That's not, that's not the ideal way to play that video game. <laughs> no, but it's what I have in front of me, John, yeah, and I want to be part of the conversation. I, I mean, it's like, I, I, I well, let's talk about the Switch version of, of The Witcher 3 for a, a nanosecond, because... It's an impressive version. Because it's just, I, I think it's yeah. one of the best uh, early PS3 games I've ever played. Like, <laughs> it, is, it does not look great, it does not run great, but it it is it is basically that, and it's, it's uh, playable. Yeah, I'm it's I'm good. messing around with it right now. It's I think that this is I think it's fun that this exists. Yeah, I do I, too. I was going to say it's like the she's all that of video game ports, but like interesting. Yes, in that if you take off your glasses, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. That's very yeah. fucking funny. This is very funny. Um, <laughs> and it's true. Yeah. I mean, I think if, yeah. If, uh, and I actually haven't fired it up on an OLED, which is interesting. Um, oh, that's what I do, have it on here. Yeah. I might have to do that because I'm like, does that make it better or worse? Um, mm. They did introduce the thing where like you, you can trade with your steam save. like you can use your steam save on that version now, yeah, exactly right? that's that's yeah, the reason that's I, cool i think that is the actual value of that version of the game is that you can just because you're just playing it on pc normally or whatever you can just like take it downstairs without a steam deck or whatever you happen yeah. to have um like th that is the value is is that it just talks to the real version of the game yeah, the real version. <laughs> the real version. The real <laughs> version. I, that, it's a great looking game. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I, I don't know. I, I did. Do, do you know, uh, it's it's one of those things that I was surprised that they even tried and uh, that they did it. Is uh, is fun. It's fun. Yeah. And it's a well, really good game. There, there is such an easy version of that where, be, like, especially now. I guess it kind of happened before other people were really doing that a ton, but. Now, if they were releasing this, it would just be a cloud version on the on yeah. the switch. And they didn't right. do that. They didn't kind of I don't want to call that a cop out because I, I, I know that there's a lot that goes into porting games like this. And I'm sure that the, the, yeah, even the know, versions are difficult mean, to make. Yeah. But like they went for it. They really went for it. Yeah. Wait, hold on, Steven. You you have a pre-ordered Steam Deck, right? Yeah. And yet you bought The Witcher 3 on Switch? Oh, I've had it on Switch. I bought it like two years ago or something like oh, that. Okay. I thought you said you did it over the winter, like winter break. I reinstalled it over the winter break because oh, gotcha. um, I have my OLED and there's just like nothing on it. So I was like, well, I've got this OLED. I haven't moved all my old games to it yet. I should just like fill it up with stuff so that if I am, you know, it's rather than be on like the night before I'm going to go to LA or whatever, trying to download a bunch of stuff. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot to have blah, 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 blah. Um, I would just rather have stuff on there. So I was like, okay, what, what can I fill this SD card with? And that takes up a lot of space. So uh, that makes so, sense. Mm. 
I mean, the other thing I, I did that with oh, the Xbox over the over the winter break of like I bought a two terabyte like memory card. Yeah, and then I like went through. I was like, okay, I'll just download everything. Like I'll just yeah. put every single thing on here. And I was I got finished. And I was like, all right, I'm good. I don't know what else to do with this now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. so funny. I I did the same thing. Like I got one of the the you know the little expansion uh, slot things for the Xbox, and I was like, now I can get a bunch of stuff. And most of that was RPGs. It was like Dragon Quest Eleven and a bunch of other mm. stuff that like I dropped off of that I want to try again. So, um, yeah, it, <laughs> it's de- it's fun to have needs those- it right. It, it, it's fun to have those like it, that. That's a small example of it, but it's fun to have those projects, right? Like just yeah. where I want to mess around with this little piece of hardware that I don't actually feel like playing. Like actually, one of the biggest things I ran into over this holiday break was just like I don't know what I'm fucking want to play. Yeah, because uh, there's not really a lot coming out in January, but there's so much coming out in February, February. that I don't want to like commit to playing mm-hmm, a Dragon yeah. Quest Eleven again or something like that. Uh, or Pathfinder King, no, sorry, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. I started uh, at the very beginning of the winter break and um, haven't really gone back to because I know it'll take me like 150 hours, according to Mike Williams. Damn. Um, but like, so the, it's it's nice to have like these little things that aren't necessarily playing a video game, but like, you know, make you feel connected to the the stuff that you have and sure. then you can be done with it and be like, okay, that's done now and I can move on and go actually just go mess around with No Man's Sky for 12 hours. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Which um, is what I did. I, I played a lot of No Man's Sky over the weekend. Mm. No Man's Sky. Yeah. Um, That's an RPG. I don't know. It's <laughs> enough of one, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, uh, I the playing the Witcher three just kind of reminded me that like those folks, uh, you know, they do know how to make a good video game with really yeah. good quest writing and stuff. It's just that they, uh, they didn't do that. They decided not to with cyberpunk for whatever Yeah, The Witcher three is so good. It makes the cyberpunk worse. Yeah. Like the cyberpunk debacle worse. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, yeah, I did I, watch the first episode of that show over the break. Yeah. That's uh, it's uh, like I I like it. I haven't watched yeah. all of it, but I I like that show. I think it's pretty good. The the first season's a lot better than the second. I haven't finished the second heard. season, but it's it's very meandering. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Uh I I try never to say I like ex celebrity because they're celebrities and they will always betray you. Uh, <laughs> Henry, and Henry Cavill <laughs> seems fine though. I agree. That's just it. Like I think yeah, Henry, yeah. Henry Cavill seems okay. I like. I think Henry Cavill gets kind of a bad rap because he was in Superman. But I I saw a tweet like a week or two ago where somebody saying one of the actual tragedies of the Snyderverse stuff is that Henry Cavill is perfect for the role because he is yeah. kind of a huge cornball doofus. Yeah. Uh, but like they cast him in the version of it where they like strip all all of that humanity out of Superman and make him into uh-huh. just this big monster. Yep. Yeah. That's the weird thing about the DC like cinematic universe is that everyone who wants to kill Superman is right. They're extremely <laughs> correct. That this is a dude who is like really thinks he's Jesus. And that's a problem. Yeah. That they're, they're, nobody has said like, oh, sweet. You have a Messiah complex. Oh, great. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, tell us about that. And so I'll happy. also, yeah, just do, do do whatever you want with impunity. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like he really is kind of a cornball. But yeah, you're right. They didn't they didn't really let him be that. It's it's the worst version of that character. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Stephen, no one's gonna hold you to it. You know, if he gets turbo canceled. But I agree with you that like, <laughs> yeah, he seems. He seems fine. He's a dork. He built that. He built that PC. He was on the Graham Norton show, which is like a talk show in the UK. And yeah. he was talking about painting miniatures. And the and he Graham Norton, the host and the crowd. I, I'm not going to say turned on him because it wasn't that <laughs> bad, but it was like they were so, super making fun of him for like doing dorky shit. And like Tom Holland was up there being like can I come over and hang out with you or whatever the fuck he sounds like? Um, and it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, like grown people have interests like this and it's not, I don't know. It's, it was weird. It was like, it was, it was like watching some high school bullshit play out on a nationally televised program. It was very strange. Anyway, it's, 
it's also like you watch the show and you can tell he is basing his Geralt, Geralt after the video game Geralt. Yeah. Right. Like both in terms of like voice and like yeah. tone. Yeah. He's just it's doing the good. He's played voice. those games. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's like, oh, he's a, there's like stories from him on set. Like he's a huge Witcher nerd. He like loves those games and the books and all that stuff. Like bases a lot of that stuff around that. So again, yeah. I, I, I try not to to like idol worship or anything. I don't even think that's what I'm doing. I just think like, no. oh, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, seems- I, I like a celebrity. I don't think it's an idol worship necessarily. No. I don't know. Yeah. I was just reading about how quickly we all kind of forgot that Army Hammer fucking cannibalism <laughs> stuff. Last year. Yeah, yeah. They're still releasing that movie. He was like, they delayed a movie that was filmed in 2019 because of the cannibalism stuff, and they're still going to release it. They're just waiting for it to die down. Right, yeah. totally. They've reached the like, just sh- shut up and stop talking about it, and hope that people forget stage. Yeah, yeah. I, think- I found a guy on Reddit who was so like. Vociferously defending Army Hammer, that I looked through his uh, his post. I am pretty sure it was Army Hammer. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> uh, he, he, he would be talking about things like Army Army Hammer's mother loved him quite a lot. I was like, what? What? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my fucking god! That's unbelievable. Um, <sighs> if we want to talk about RPGs and not weird, horrible celebrities. <laughs> we could sure. talk about John and I did make the make the point earlier that we could talk about since we talked about games in 2022 already. We burned that we burned that kind of uh, gimme that we had uh, and then didn't <laughs> follow it up with anything. We could talk about 2023 video games. Much shorter list, which I think is so funny to me. What is on that list? I'm curious. Yeah, what is on that list? Uh, Games that are specific on this list that I have in front of me that are specifically announced for 2023 and not just like in development. Like, if you go to, if we go to just in development with no real release date, we've got Untitled Bioshock Game, Beyond Good and Evil 2. uh, Oh, that's never coming out. Beyond Good, by the way, Beyond Good and Evil 2 never coming out. That's never coming out. It's it's not a real thing. No, no, that Um, was a. Um, Vivendi, don't buy us. Uh, look, yeah. like the investors give us more money because look at this cool thing we have. Okay, Vivendi's not buying us anymore. Chuck that in the fucking trash. And, and I think I think it maybe would have existed before Michelle Ansel just like fucked off, yeah. right? Because he was the only driving force behind that game, right? Right. Also, also, when they showed off whatever that game was going to be, it didn't make sense to me. Like it, uh, it, 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 <laughs> it was like you're gonna not play anyone from the uh, Beyond Good and Evil canon. You're gonna play someone else, and you're gonna like just you, you see this building you're on. Now you can take a ship up to space. And I'm like, wait, what? What are we? What are we doing? What are we talking about here? Um, and then it, they just kind of dropped the point, and it's right. never coming out, so it yeah. doesn't matter anyway. I, anyway, I, I, I firmly believe that that thing was just like a what was just a slurry of buzzwords and ideas that were supposed to sound impressive to investors yeah. and that like Michelle Ansel was like oh sure yeah well we'll throw that on there uh cuz I want to work on this game and then like no and then he's gone obviously and like yeah. the Ubisoft doesn't care yeah it's interesting cuz like you have a template like if you wanted to make an evolved beyond good and evil too and I know people are going to like roll their eyes but like right. the first game was very Zelda like but the right. second one like why don't you just copy breath of the wild yeah. like do it in the sure. beyond good and evil world they're already doing that. They they put out that Gods and Monsters game, which is just that. Immortals yeah. Phoenix Rising. Please. Right. Use, Sorry. Use, use its Christian use name. Its Christian <laughs> name, please. please. Yes, I, I forgot. I forgot that they, put uh, some that they lost the rights. <laughs> so Mike Williams is telling me that like the DLC for that game is actually really, really good. That's what I that hear. it goes through like other regions. Huh. And like you fight other gods, and like like the last DLC was like the Chinese pantheon. Wow. wow. Okay. I haven't I haven't seen a nanosecond of that. That is exactly. really interesting. <laughs> that is wild. That is the that's the Ubisoft model is release a game that people think like yeah it's all right, and then just keep pumping out <laughs> DLC for it that nobody uh-huh. else talks about, but everybody buys. Yes. Uh. Damn. What else is on here? Okay. So uh, okay, specifically announced for twenty twenty three. We have Alan Wake 2, which is not Good. really an RPG, but probably yeah. it's going to be game. it's going to be a survival game. Uh, survival horror. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. I am yeah. slightly worried. Uh, I've said this before. Um, Control may be more of an RPG than than Alan Wake. And I said this when the Alan Wake DLC happened. I hope that Control like they don't like that. Um, 
Remedy doesn't just <laughs> leverage the success of Control to be like, okay, now we're going to get back to our real project, which is our passion for Alan Wake 2. Because, like, I think Control deserves better than to just be a launch pad for them to return to they Alan Wake. They announced a sequel. They announced that, like, that, like, multiplayer co-op shooter thing. No, at, at the same time, they also announced a they sequel. They also announced a n- numerical sequel. Okay, okay. Yes. Like, the, the, the actual, like, Jesse Faden story will continue after oh, Okay, I missed that. So that's good. Uh, I also like, I love Alan Wake, actually. Um, so that that that's perfect then. Actual RPG, a Yuden Chronicle 100 Heroes. Okay. Ah, okay. They have the spinoff game coming this year. Yes. But yes. the actual game is next year. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm looking through, this game does not have its own Wikipedia page. If you click on the <laughs> link for Wikipedia, it sends you to uh, Yoshitaka Murayama's Wikipedia page <laughs> at the bottom. They talk about Ayuden Chronicle. Um, following, following of Konami's creative team were left and development of the series has been halted. I think that's referring to Suikoden, although this oh, is under sure. a... Yeah. It's weird because this is under the Ayuden Chronicle section, but I think they're talking about Suikoden. <laughs> so basically all they're saying is like, hey, just so you know, you're never going to get a Suikoden game. So this, totally. is, this is your shot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yo- Yoshitaka Murayama, who directed for the, his game Suikoden and Suikoden 2, returns to lead director and writer. This is what it says on the, on this Wikipedia page. As well as one of the Konami's former creative team have returned to development for a Suikoden follow-up game called Ayuden Chronicle. In Kickstarter, the game reached $500,000 of funding. Then it was successfully raised $4.5 million with 46,307 backers, making it the third highest funded video game in Kickstarter history behind Shenmue 3 and Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. All right. I mean, I, I, I'm excited. I, I am weird, though, because I have more fondness for... Sweet code in three and four than I do one and two, which is very like weird. Oh, um, interesting. Um, so like, yeah, I'm excited about this, but I think this that game is specifically specifically for people who love Sweet Code in two. Um, I love Sweet Code in two. It's great. It's great. It's really good. I just don't. I'm not as attached to it as I am three. Um, because three was really one of the first. Not, I was about to say one of the first RPGs I played on PS2. That's not true at all, but it's, uh, <laughs> but it, but it, but it, but it was, I guess, one of the, it was the first Suicoden game I played because I played, I played one and two after the fact. And it's almost exactly like what happened with Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger is I played Cross first, ended up liking that more. And right. then, um, I think, I think Suicoden is basically the same deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, this game looks cool. I'm glad those folks are, are still doing it. Um, but you know, have no fear folks. We couldn't maybe back. It just may be called sweet code and survive. And, uh, Konami <laughs> makes it and it's a cool, and it's like, not only is it a weird, like zombie game, it's like a, it's like a pachinko game too. Anyway. The uh, phrase zombie game has different meanings with that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's incredibly that's, true. That's very true. Um, uh, according yeah. to this, both Rising, which is the what you mentioned, Imran, the the spinoff game, and Hundred Heroes, which is the the, the full game or, or the the game that they actually kickstarted, those are both going to be on Game Pass Day One, which is interesting. Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good great. deal to make. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Like, speaking, it seems speak, like yeah, speaking, Game Pass is a good deal. Speaking of Game Pass, not that I want to get away from 2023 games, but a Mass yeah. Effect Legendary Edition is out on Game Pass, um, right. which is a really good deal. That's like a really fucking good deal. Yeah, that's a lot of hours that's a for lot a, a of very hours. good trilogy yeah. or a very good two games. Yep. And yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. All right. So a Uden Chronicle. That's that's exciting. I'm excited for that for sure. Uh, the next game on this list is something called Koro, Komo Ribi, Rebi, which is appears to be right. a furry visual novel. Ah, okay. Uh, I have no opinion of that, but yeah, me neither. Payday three, not so high RPG, not an RPG really. I don't. No. I have never played a Payday game in my life. Imran, have you? Uh, I played the first one, and it had that really funny, like, I guess, trash talk about Square Enix in it. What? Really? Oh. Okay, so the people who made Payday were the pe- former members of Grin. 
Right. Who they, did you ever hear the rumor that they were making a Final Fantasy 12 action game? Yes, I do remember that. So the thing, the rumors like that game was canceled because Square just didn't want to, like they were didn't, didn't like working with them. They wanted to cancel it, but they wanted it to be like, they failed. So that's why we're canceling it. Uh, so they did things like ask for the game code, be faxed to them and things like that. In Payday 1, one of the bank robbers' backstories is that he was a former video game developer who was dealing with a publisher who was clearly wanted them out and was giving them such insane like requests as they made us fax them the code and things like that, that they had to turn to a life of crime because of it. Wow, that's really <laughs> fucking funny. That's uh, amazing. I'm I'm looking up the 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 story of the cancellation of the game right now. It, it was called Fortress. Uh, the, yes. the code name was called Fortress. Grin, the developers of Bionic Commando Rearmed and the Bionic Commando remake featuring Mike Patton as Nathan Spencer, which is very funny. Because <laughs> uh, there was just a time there where Mike Patton of Faith No More was just trying to be in video games a lot. He plays the darkness in the darkness games mm. as well. Um, <laughs> hey, hi, who do, you, who do you play in the darkness? Oh, I play the darkness. Uh, Puff out your chest. Oh, I'm the darkness. I am the darkness. Thank oh, you. so you're like the main character since you had the title. No, 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 not really. Square Enix was supposed to pay Grin $16.5 million for the production of Fortress in successive waves in accordance with the project's milestones. No payments were made during the first two months of development, but Grin's co-founder, Bo Anderson, was initially not worried as he considered delayed payments common and had faith in the project. However, several more months went by without payments, costing the studio 12 min- million... Is that Kroner? Krona. Uh, a month. Grin closed all of their offices except for the main one in Stockholm, but still no money came. It looks like, yeah, they just kept not paying Grin t- for, for the work on this game that they were doing for them. Weird. That's yeah. wild. Uh, Square Enix had changed its mind and no longer liked the Nordic style of this spinoff game, so a, a last-minute style change was attempted. And that's probably worth its own story one day. Yeah. I'm very interested in that. Well, here's a, here's a very funny one to me because uh, the next game on this 2023 list, uh, Alan Wake 2, uh, platforms, Windows, pl- PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, genre, survival horror, Aiden Chronicle, platforms, Windows, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, genre, role-playing. You go all the way down, you get to uh, the next game on this list, Pragmata, genre, unknown. <laughs> uh, yeah. They keep delaying Pragmata as if we know what Pragmata is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> as if we should care. Like, yeah. Do you, do you want to remind people of what Pragmata is? Because I also forgot until recently, but it was. Uh, it is a Capcom published yeah. uh, something. Yeah. PS5 game. It had that very like Kojima-esque trailer. People like, assumed yes. it was like a new Kojima Productions game when it was like first showed. Yeah, it's got yeah. an astronaut in it and some bullshit. I don't know. It it's looks, a little girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seems like they're in like a Mobile Suit Gundam Universal Century style like side two looking thing, like, like a space colony. Uh-huh. I hope it's not real. I hope it's like deep down and just like it's a thing that Capcom announces at the beginning of every generation and it's like yeah, we're just gonna quietly. <laughs> yeah, we're, they did it with Mega Man Legends Three. They did uh-huh. it with uh, Deep Down. <laughs> yeah, I was Imran. Literally before you said that, I was thinking this is the new Deep Down. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Deep Down? Damn. <laughs> now that's now that's genuinely a name I hadn't heard in in many years. Um, God, Deep Down. And what's weird is like they make like very big progress on these games. Like there was yeah. a demo of Mega Man Legends Three. Yeah, that like there was news for years about Deep Down in terms of like yeah we showed it off at this small Japanese game show or whatever. Yeah, and all of these are just canceled. And they're like yeah we're not doing it. Yeah, we're they that like the the la- I believe the last time anybody asked them about Deep Down, they were like yeah we're still working on it. <laughs> it was like no no you're not. Shut up. Deep Down is where. I want to say like most of the profits from Monster Hunter Four and uh, the other Monster Hunter after that went. Like explicitly, they're like, "Yeah, these games did really well on 3DS. All those profits are going to our like mobile studio now, which is what was making deep down." Uh, Monster Hunter Generations. Generations. That's it. Okay, yeah. not World. No, w- World. They they knew to keep actually use that to like okay. revitalize. <laughs> use it for something useful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's very funny. I, yeah, I'm bummed about that. I'm bummed about, I remember at the time being 
25% convinced that deep down was actually going to turn out to be Dragon's Dogma 2 because it was DD. Mm. Dragon's yeah. Dogma uh, deep down. Yeah. Uh, but it also had that weird like animus glitch stuff going on because it was like Assassin's Creed style. This is, a- this is happening in the past, but you're a scientist yeah. in the future. Yeah, it was PlayStation Home. Like you, you were your character was technically a scientist in a lab. Yeah, and then you would put on a headset to go into like a fantasy zone and like fight dragons. Very weird thing that we will never see. Nope. A uh, game that I assume we will see, which I'm still. Well, the game is Slitterhead. <laughs> I love. I love that. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know what to say about this. It's Slitterhead. Uh, it looks so, it looks fun. It looks scary. I I play that game. Yeah. That's a bad name. That's a really it's bad a name. really bad name. It's not even like evocative. Like it's it's gross to say, but that's all it is. It's not like evocative of it, it, like if you think about like this is the people who made Silent Hill. It doesn't like bring to mind like the vibes of like psychological horror like Silent Hill. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm obviously excited about the people involved, um, but yeah, Slitterhead, it's uh, it's just just a bad name that I hate saying. Yeah. I hate hearing. It's also, my thing with that was like a lot of people being like, whoa, this looks so weird with all these people who's like, their bodies are like weird, they're they're weird kind of um, transforming monster people, but like. I'm I'm pulling up some screenshots of it now. Light body horror for the for the Discord chat here, um, because these designs are just straight up like they're just making a video game that is just Parasite the Maxim. Uh, Either of you familiar with that at all? No, no. Uh, there is an anime slash manga called Parasite the Maxim that is just this. It's just Slitterhead. That's just what Slitterhead oh, is. That's just a Bloodborne guy. Um, I mean, this is what a lot of enemies in Resident Evil 4 look like, to be honest. But, but like, specifically, the idea in, like, Parasite the Maxim is, like, it's normal people whose, like, heads, specifically heads, in in the case of most characters, except for the main character who is infected at his hand, um, their head, like, they look like normal people, and then their heads, like, open up and split into, like, weird shapes and monsters and stuff, because they have parasites that have taken over their heads. Yeah. Mm. And that's just what and like the the way that they like transform and morph is just like straight up what Slitterhead does. And it's just very I don't know. It's just very odd to me. I get like a StarCraft um what do you call it vibe? StarCraft uh you know how StarCraft like was a game was a Warhammer 40K game and then they lost the license to Warhammer 40K, so they were just like, well, we've already made most of this game. Let's just change all the names of all the factions, but it's just like Zergs are just hydralisks and stuff right or like sure. how popeye became donkey kong right exactly oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yes. yeah 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 my brain <laughs> just tells me that this is that this is what happened here it's like somebody was making a parasite game and they were like nah anyway speaking, speaking of, of like uh, enemy designs yeah scarlet nexus has really cool ones yeah like they're so the first like enemies you fight are just bouquets with legs that are like giant right. huh. like sexy like, lady legs <laughs> Yeah, and most of the enemies you fight are just like things made out. Like I fought a dumpster that just charges you, and it, like it it looks like a big rhino basically. And I, I think that's it's a very cool what they did in that game. They don't call any attention to it, but also that game has like severe proper noun problems. Ooh, yeah, you posted that uh, Twitter uh, that video on Twitter, right? All the enemies are called others, which means that like every time you fight like a boss one, it says an other has appeared, which maybe was what they were going for, but also the big ones are called Major Others. Uh-huh. But there's also a character in the game named Major. No! So, like, you can't do all that. these things will occasionally, like, interact with each other in, like, sentences that makes it indecipherable if you have no context. Even if you have context, it's like, it's a Major Other, it's another Major Other that's here to, like, to fight your the major. Day. major, what do you think? <laughs> right. Jesus. Yeah, that's rough. Do they do they address not necessarily the proper noun stuff, but did they, they like at least that you've seen, do they address why these creatures are sexy lady vases? Not yet. Okay. Not like, I'm still fairly early in the game, but okay. like so far it's actually been like neat. It's a pretty neat it has like the control like the game control like oh, tossing yeah. mechanic. Which so like I just spent all my, as a game where you just walk into areas, hold RT, and just throw dumpsters at things. It's right. a pretty cool game. It's a psyops the mind gate conspiracy like. Yes, 
just like control is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like Psyops the Vikate conspiracy. <laughs> Does THQ Nordic own that? I assume they would at this point. They must, right? Or is that a game that's been embraced? The Embracer Group. Yeah. The see. Embracer Group. The Embracer uh, Group. I just love saying when a game has been embraced. Sure. <laughs> it, it does help take away from the the very... What's the word I'm looking for? Very dark sense of it. Of uh-huh. like, wow, Embracer sure is buying a lot of shit, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. And just like gobbling up IPs to just have them. Yes. Uh, I Well, that's... A, okay, so Science the Mind Gate Conspiracy was Midway, so that might be Warner, actually, who might own that. Okay. That is not yeah, an RPG. I, hey, speaking of games that are never coming out, that Masquerade, <laughs> that Masquerade Bloodlines game is never coming out, right? Oh, what the shit? I forgot about that. Uh, that's an RPG. Because they're like, they fired the entire writing staff, mm-hmm. or the entire writing staff left, who knows? Yeah, yeah uh, we don't know. We literally don't know. And then they basically rebooted the game and they just have not talked about it since. Yeah. There was a lot, because that's a Paradox game this time around, and there has been a lot of weird stuff at Paradox in the last, like, year and a half, I would say. Yeah. Where I believe, because their, their, like, CEO stepped down, and then it came, I think it, take this with a grain of salt, because I'm, I'm half remembering this stuff, so I'm probably getting most of this wrong, but, like, somebody at that company stepped down, and then I think it came to light, like, a few weeks later that he was a sex pest. Ah. And also he was at odds with the person who ended up replacing him about ideas at the company about like what they should be focused. Cause there was a lot of paradoxes branching out beyond strategy games. This is the crusader Kings developer, the battle tech publisher, yeah. the, you know, they, they put out a lot of grand strategy stuff, Victoria, I think. And there was like somebody at the company who was like very much, we should branch out and do stuff like masquerade bloodlines too. And I believe one of those guys got ousted and the other guy, I and I, that's the problem is I forget which one got ousted and which one came in. Cause I remember like there was, there was one guy who was very much like we should branch out into that stuff. And one guy who was like, we're going to double down on grand strategy games and like really focus on talking to our core audience. Right. Yeah. They, they asked the CEO for inappropriate behavior. Okay. And then they can't, they said they canceled a bunch of games, but they still have 16 or 15 games in the works, including Victoria 3, Crusader the Kings 3, Shadowrun Trilogy, and Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Okay. Mm. Presumably that's still coming out, but like, not really. It's probably, I mean, I assume Crusader Kings is probably their biggest license now. It's got to be, yeah. Yeah. Three, so Vampire the Masquerade. Well. Vampire the Masquerade, I bet that. Like, I'm sure the game they were making is very good. I bet that it's very easy to bloat in a way that makes mm-hmm. that game impossible to actually finish. Yeah. I mean, that was that was one of the, the beauties of that first game is it was basically just set in... Lo- it was not Disco Elysium-like sized in terms of like just being a really, really one small city block, but it was like pretty... Condensed. It was pretty compact. It was pretty yeah. compact. Yeah. And that was one of the, the the interesting things about it is you had like a, a series of like very interesting little like the I know I haven't beaten that game but I know people love there's like a mansion level um and it's all set in Seattle it was like a cool little game but yeah also they were did, like oh sorry I was gonna say did you ever attend the Bloodlines two uh, like reveal event Mm-mm. no so it was during GDC they took us to like this building that was on the other fucking side of San Francisco and. Like, they just said, like, oh, yeah, we're going to, you know, do a thing. We're going to reveal the thing in due time. Just sit down, have dinner. And it was, like, this old theater. All, like, these very circular tables with old, like, cloths and all that over them. So you start eating. About five minutes into it, once everyone has gotten there, the lights cut off. Oh. <laughs> the lights come back on. And there's a dude who's just, like, on top of, like, a table dead. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, no, look what happened. It's, like, dinner theater, murder mission dinner theater. <laughs> right. But, like, they're so they are very enthusiastic, but also very bad at it. And like this continued for hours. Ooh. Like they kept turning the light off. More people would die. What? Like at some point, like the the theater was invaded by vampires. I'm just sitting there being like, I got a meeting yeah. later. Can right. we like, no. hurry this up? 
<laughs> eventually, like they did come out, like like the CEO or whoever came up, or maybe the producer came up on stage. At one point, it was like, ah, ha ha! Hope you all enjoyed our little show. Just Japes though, just Japes. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they started showing like eh, we, we will we are happy to give you some parting gifts like the USB drive with assets that you might need. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, the dumbest, just just give me that give those to yeah. us at the at the fucking door. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> that is one of the absolute like like the 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 theater and stuff like that. That's like whatever. But the problem where that that where that becomes a problem for me personally is anytime I get locked into a room to go see oh a demo, like where they're being very quiet and it goes on and on yeah. and on. It's just like, do you not know how people attend these things? Like, I <laughs> I have a meeting five minutes after this meeting, like uh-huh. like, and your yeah. thing on your docket said that this will take. 30 minutes or whatever. You've been going for 45. I got to go. I'm already late to the next thing. Yeah, it was during GDC, which meant I had meetings like back to back to back. Yeah. So like to go from there to like the other side of the city took quite a while. So I was just like, well, just just fucking announce the game so I can write it up on my laptop. That's kind of how I felt at the cyberpunk thing at E3 2019, because like, yeah, we were in that little closed room and we were in there for, I don't know, 40 minutes or something. And I was like, okay, well, I got other shit to do like across the fucking event hall. Um, And so they let us out, but everyone log jams to entrance because they were handing out those fucking jackets that people were obsessed with. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, I don't give a fuck about this jacket. Um, But I was like, you know, 20th in line. So I'm just like, Jesus Christ, let me the fuck out of here and then everyone's like i need my jacket though um anyway that just reminds me of that yeah anyway for for i i hope that game comes out one day and is good because like it that franchise probably deserves it but like yeah, i'm i i oof. The not super shocked if that never comes out that i also feel like the marketing around that game was just like bizarre where it was like they had that guy who like there, there was that like Joker trailer that they did that one year where it was oh, like Christmas Joker vampire. Right. Yeah. Well, the guy was basically like giving that some lady like a Chelsea grin at. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. It was upsetting. Yeah. And it was like, what is this? What does this have to do with like vampires sure. stuff or like role playing? Right. And yeah, it was, it was strange. And then it was like, we're going to show off a bunch of parkour and things. It's like, this is nothing about what you're showing. What you're showing. It looks like, like a weird, bad, um, action game, and that's like not what this franchise is or means to people. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, so, like your comment about like the, the becoming bloated makes perfect sense to me, Imran. It was it was weird. Like I want to say about maybe ten years ago, every major publisher was like, I don't, we don't know how to sell RPGs. Like you can't sell RPGs in a normal way because people are just like they want action games, they want real shit, and now everyone seems to be back to yeah, just sell RPGs as RPGs. Right. But. There's some publishers that are still clinging to that idea of no, we want the the Marilyn Manson new shit kind of thing. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, the last game on this uh 2023 list that I have here that is announced for 2023 is probably it, you know, it's it's not an RPG necessarily, but it's closer to an RPG than some of the games that have been on this list, which is the Spider-Man 2 thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's that probably fine. Line. You get XP. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet that game is good. Spider-Man 1 was good. I really like that first Spider-Man. I really like Miles Morales. Yeah. 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 I I thought, I think Insomniac uh, did a good job with that franchise. Um, Yeah. I mean, I hope they don't go so hard on the cop shit in the second one. Um, Right. They have to like even Miles Morales. They kind of like they they do kind of they do kind of walk that back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Miles Morales basically has a thing where it's just like there's no more cops in New York because of an explosion, and yeah. now all the cops have been replaced <laughs> yeah. with uh, was it Sa- Silver Sables group? Some somebody. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for that. So it's gonna be uh, a Peter and Miles joint, which yeah. looks cool. Um, Not co-op though, right? Like everybody assumed not it was co-op. co-op. Okay, not co-op. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I thought I thought the first game was good, and uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for the second one. I'm excited for it to be. I, I don't know. I think they've really taken the mantle of uh, Rocksteady to me. Like I really right. like those. I really like those Arkham games for the most part, and I feel like. Insomniac is now making the best version of those. Um, yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm in, I'm enjoying those for sure. 
kind of a side note about that specifically that I just kind of wanted to ask you both. Are either of you the least bit excited about that Suicide Squad game? I watched the trailer and I was like, okay, yeah, that game is... Rocksteady does not make bad games. This will be, yeah. you know, at least a competent game. But, like, I didn't feel anything about it. No, no. me neither. Yeah, uh, the, the shelf life for me on Suicide Squad generally is pretty short. Like, right. I, I just, it, you know, it. there's just a, a vibe with Suicide Squad stuff that I'm just like, I can take this in very small doses. And if that is a rock steady game, it is going to be a 30 hour experience and it's going to just involve a lot of that, you know, all the time. So that's my... That's my big thing is like, I don't know. I'm more excited about the Arkham Knights thing or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, Gotham Knights, not Arkham Knights. Um, Arkham Knight is the bad Rocksteady game. (laughs) Arkham Knight is the, yeah, yeah. Um, It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely the most bloated one of those for sure. Um, But uh, in that, in that same vein, is anyone actually excited about the, the monolith uh, one Roman game? Oh, (sighs) I have a lot of fondness for Monolith as a studio. I really, really, really got tired. I thought the, the I mean, obviously the Nemesis system stuff was like really, really, really novel for the time. But I think history has not been. If you look back at those like Shadow games, Shadow his, War was bad. Shadow War is not good, and that I was didn't, partially. I didn't under. like Shadow War. Um, that was partially on Warner for like making that game. That was like at the height of weird project $10 shit at EA and like everything has to be online all the time that they eventually stripped out of the game. I've been told by a couple of people that I trust it's actually much better game now because they just like removed all of that stuff. Right. The thing is like Nemesis Nemesis system was very interesting and novel the first time around. Right. Yeah. You can make it more interesting and novel for a sequel. They didn't do that. They They just went more of it. They just added more. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, like, I I know there's all that stuff about Nemesis system being like trademarked and whatever, but everybody's make has made a bunch of Nemesis systems since that are they're doing their own spin on, and they just don't call it Nemesis system; they call it something else. Like, yeah, Warframe has the the Lich system um, that's yeah. like really cool and interesting, and like you, the way that that works now is that you like hunt these um, nemeses of yours across the galaxy until you like basically corner them and they have to like retreat to like a flagship and then you have to hop into your battleship your railjack and do a big space battle to fight your way into their capital like freighter and then fight through their guards and then kill them and then you can either recruit them to your side or steal their guns and their guns are like randomly generated new unique loot and stuff that you can add your own weird stats to and do a bunch of cool stuff with that's cool it's yeah. a really cool system and like it's not as maybe like big it's not like it's as big a part of the game of warframe as it is in like um the, the shadow games but it's like i think more interesting because it's just giving you like it's actually giving you something to do with it instead of the kind of not particularly great story stuff in shadow of war where it's just like yeah. you'll have fun with sexy spider lady yeah, I'm. I'm not as you know. I'm not. I'm not super familiar with like the Wonder Woman canon in comics. So like, is there an opportunity for there to be a? Because my immediately I'm like, okay, so they're gonna be just like a criminal element in a city that get, that climbs a ladder. But then I'm like, well, actually, it'll probably be more like an alien race or something right. that is attacking uh, a city or something. Like I, I'm trying to figure out what it could be. Yeah, Wonder Woman doesn't have like a very deep rogues gallery and a lot of right. her rogues gallery, a lot of her like most famous villains like Max Lord and stuff like that are are like Lex Luthor types that aren't necessarily like super fighter guys. It's like an right. industrialist, you know? Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, there's Cheetah, I think, who they've said is in this game, um, who I guess is in that new Wonder Woman movie, yeah, movie that sounds terrible. Wonder Woman 1984, which is one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, yeah, bad and racist. That movie, it's, yeah. it's, it's racist and bad. Yeah, I saw, I saw that scene that people were sharing of like the <laughs> yeah, woof, 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 woof. yeah, it's wild. I uh, what, like there are some really great Wonder Woman comics out there. I love some Wonder Woman runs uh, throughout the years, but yeah, I don't necessarily associate Wonder Woman with like having like, I guess you do like Greek gods or or something like like right. you have a uh, 
minotaurs and stuff. You could do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's Wonder Woman doing fucking Amazonia shit or whatever, where it's like, uh, yeah, like maybe it's all the creatures and I don't know. Like, I, I that that could be interesting. I just have no idea what it is. Um, I will say she has. If we're just talking about like combat possibilities like for her like ignoring the nemesis system stuff like she has some cool like the like being able to use like a lasso is like a grappling hook type stuff and like pull enemies from a distance and whatnot she has a really cool sword that cuts through molecules that's fun deflecting stuff and like doing parries with like the the bracelet type shit that 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 could be cool do you think like leveling up the lasso of truth could like (laughs) open up like you know, dialogue options to get creatures on your side, that kind of thing. Probably. I, I imagine it factors into the nemesis system of like you you can get information from someone before you kill them off. Yeah. Right? Okay. I can kind of see that now. Yeah, I don't the, know. I don't know how deep they'll go into this, but the way that the lasso of truth works in the comics that they've like explored over the years is that it's basically creates a battle of willpower with whoever you're talking with. So like mm. as long as her willpower like supersedes theirs, she can she can use it on them. Um I mean they turn Shellob into a an HB ten. Like they're they clearly are not that concerned <laughs> with like with the lore <laughs> with the source material. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Also like yeah it just seems like in more generally DC stuff they just don't give a shit about like larger lore stuff, which I think is fun in some ways. But uh, I mean, because like that, that Suicide Squad game is about you killing that universe's version of the Justice League because they're controlled by Brainiac, I think. Yeah. Which yeah. is a cool idea. But like, man, it's going to be. Re- I am bored at this point of like, let's turn the superheroes evil. Yeah. And like, let's. And I feel like that's why everyone suddenly thought Suicide Squad was the thing that the world was going to get on board with. Uh-huh. Is beyond Like, I enjoyed that last movie. I don't really need to dedicate that much more brain space to it. No. I, at this point, especially with regards to Superman, I think it is like the laziest thing you can do with Superman. I think yeah. it is like, we don't know what to do with Superman because he's a god. And like, I think that's also just a lazy inter. Like, if you are the people who are using and being given the Superman license and you can't think of more interesting stuff to do with Superman than to like waylay him off to the side because you think he's boring, like, you should not be making a Superman thing. Yeah, the thing is, the, the interesting thing they could do with Superman is the thing that they know was going to get them like protests and all that stuff is like, Truth, justice in the American way is now the inherently moral evil thing. Sure. Yeah, sure. And like that's the that's a weird, really interesting thing to explore that they're just not gonna do because somebody executive is going like, fuck no, you can't do that. Uh, you know what we can do though? Yeah, what can we do? We can end this podcast because we've oh, managed okay. to squeeze out a little bit more than an hour. We did <laughs> nothing. Congratulations, everyone. <laughs> Uh, we, we, I, we bought we bought another week to come up with an episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly week, another week. Oh, it's sorry, Natalie's problem next time. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, this would be Natalie's say, problem. Uh, I was going to say we bought literally exactly another week because um, on Wednesday morning of uh, January the twelfth, we're going to be having this conversation again where we're like, so what are we talking about? This so week? what are we doing? Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you no, know what? But, Monster Hunter Rise is out on PC next week. Looking hey, at that. Okay. And also, we we didn't do a news quest really last week, so we can like true. There's stuff that uh, happened, especially over break of like Final Fantasy 16 getting delayed uh, from a who knows date to even further who knows. <laughs> That's yeah. one of the funniest delays I've ever seen. We didn't have a release date, but we need you to know it's going to be it's, even farther out. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 whatever that was plus six months anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we can also, oh God, there, I have a couple of different ideas that I wanted to do as like special one-offs and stuff over the years. We should oh, yeah. probably do like an Endwalker spoiler cast at some point oh, sure. with, with Michael yeah. and whatnot. We, we, I've, we, we will come up with good episodes. We, yeah. we, we're, we're, we're joking, but, uh, yeah, this was, this, this was, this was a good wing it episode. So I appreciate it. We've everyone's. got ideas for years. Yes, we do. Totally. It's totally. <clears throat> All right. Well, you don't have to wait a year to listen to <clears throat> me cough into this microphone. Neither do you mm. have to wait a year to listen to other Fanby podcasts because you can go to fanbyte.com slash podcasts to listen to our many great shows like Channel F. It's sort of a game show about video games that Merritt has concocted where she traps us all into a cage and forces us to play her sick games. You can listen to things like Friends Reunion, which is no joke, maybe the funniest fucking podcast I've listened to in a decade uh, that John Warren is a part of. Aw, thanks. Uh, of course. 
you can go and find all of those shows and more at fanbyte.com slash podcast. And you can tell your friends about our shows. It's the best way you can support us uh, by word of mouth. It's the only way we really have to, to spread the word about the show. And you can go to twitch.tv slash fanbyte, which is not the URL I wanted to say, but you could also do that. We stream on there. I was going to say... <laughs> You can go to fanbytemedia on twitter.com to follow the site. And where can people follow you, John? Uh, you can follow me at Floppy Adults over on Twitter. Where can people follow you, Imran? You can follow me at Imran C-O-M-G on Twitter. You can follow our wonderful producer, Jordan Mallory, at, at Jordan underscore Mallory on Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitter at Steven Strom, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-D-R-O-M. And you can... Have a wonderful day. That's kind of what we all we ask of you, really, at the end of the day, is that you just, you know, enjoy enjoy our show. So much so that it uh, brightens your whole week, in fact. Yeah. Also, go to our Discord. We have a 99 Potions channel in there. Discuss our episode. Yes. I like I like it. the feedback. I do, too. Yeah, I actually do love the feedback. I, I read all of those messages that in, in, in every show I'm on, I, I do read those channels every week. As do I. Yeah. We should do more stuff. Imran, you and I should do more stuff with with John too, obviously. But John, you're no, already no, no. on other shows. No, no, no. I was I was an afterthought in that thought. Keep going. It's <laughs> no, it's just you're already on Friends uh, Reunion, so you're already having like, true. a fun Honestly, time. Honestly, Stephen, if you asked me to do something new right now, I'd tell you no. So that instinct <laughs> was totally correct. Yeah, I was going to say, John, please never send me a code again because please I won't get around to it. Never send Warren. me a code again, Warren. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but now that the new year has begun, we should, um, I've got a, I've got a document folks. I've got some documents, uh, full of ideas for stuff that we're going to do. So keep it locked on, uh, fanbyte.com for all of those. if we announce Natalie's going to stream five, I say 12 now. Oh my gosh. She can't can't do anything about it. Right. Holy shit. (laughs) Roping her with the lasso of truth, (laughs) overpowering her will from across the pond. Imran. Yeah, God. we're going to stream Final Fantasy XII with Natalie Flores, <laughs> who will be playing the entire way, so she can explain why she doesn't like that game. Yeah, right. Natalie's on the sticks. Yep, it's going to happen, folks. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> uh, and stay tuned for just another couple of seconds here as we sidle up to the <clears> bar, <throat> the bar that sells potions for some reasons. We don't know. It's and one of those. It's one of those cool <laughs> hipster bars in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's like an potions. oxygen bar. Like an yeah. oxygen bar, but uh-huh. they sell you hit points. Uh huh. <laughs> and we're gonna give it a tasty old clink clink. Now that was a chip back. <laughs> <laughs>